Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from the first full week in August. So, starting Monday, August 2nd, and ending today, August 8th. You guys, how has this first week been? Um, I have had a bit of a transition problem. I haven't really stopped working yet. Uh, Hopefully this week I will. Um, And we, I will actually have a vacation. Um... Also, there's not going to be a lot this week, so I think I will have a vacation. Um, There's just some, like, final things happening this week, um, particularly in Spain, but, you know, it was just a little bit busier. Um, So, today, we have a few things to cover. I'm going to keep it really casual. Um, I (laughs) might... There has been a lot that has happened for me in the last week, which is awesome, and it's all really exciting, Um, but then it all kind of, like, really finalized literally within the past couple of hours, Um, and so I'm just in a, like, weird... I'm totally happy and excited, but I... There's a lot of things that are changing, which is great. Um, All for the good. Believe me, it'll be great. Um, But there are changes, and... While you don't know me, you have listened to me talk for, you know, a year and a half at this point, if you've been here from the beginning, um, and I don't do great with change. It takes me a while to adapt, and so this is honestly the perfect time to have these changes happen, um, while the podcast is on basically a break. Um, however, maybe not at, you know six o'clock on a Sunday night, hour, an hour and a half before I'm supposed to record my episode. Um, just because I'm just, my head is going a million miles a minute. Um, but that's okay. So we're just going to keep it super casual. Also, like there weren't a lot of things outside of Spain. Um, so we'll talk about those first and then we'll talk about, um, the Spanish Royal family is like public vacation essentially. Um, and the official events that were happening then, um, and then that's it for the, the week. Um, and that's what we'll do. I don't know if we'll always keep it this casual, um, where I'm just like chit chatting, but we might, we might not. Um, I have started working on some audio transitions. I'm pretty happy with where they're at. You won't hear them in this episode. Um, and probably not next week. Um, but certainly, uh, by the last week in August, or maybe I'll premiere them in September when we're fully back to daily episodes. Um, so that being said, we are going to jump in first. We're going to talk about the Olympics because they have actually officially ended as of recording this. Um, for me, they ended this morning, but in Tokyo, they ended, um, Sunday night, which is awesome. I really only watched, like, the first couple days, and then I watched a little bit yesterday. Um, I watched the gold medal soccer football match, 
um, between Spain and Brazil. Congratulations to Brazil. Congratulations to Spain on their silver. Um, but I really didn't watch that much. I don't know. It just wasn't appealing to me. Um, and there's just been a lot going on over the past two weeks, which is totally good. Um, but it just wasn't the time to like sit down and watch sports for me. Um, so I did want to give you guys a final Olympic medal count for all of the seven countries that we talk about, um, that I talk about on this, ep on this podcast. Um, and I will try to do the same thing for the Paralympics, although I'm not sure what days the Paralympics are. Um, but I will take a look at that. And if they start next week, I will try and do the same thing. Um, because they, those Olympians deserve, Paralympians deserve just as much, um, clout for their efforts as well. So, um, Belgium to start had seven medals in total, three gold, uh, one silver and three bronze. And I think they got a gold in men's field hockey, maybe, um, I think is what it was. Um, and they did this really cool thing, at least with the men's field hockey team and maybe with the gymnastics, um, she was an individual who got bronze, I think. I don't think the whole team got bronze, but I think an individual got bronze in a gymnastics, uh, individual event. And... Um, where King Philippe was actually on the phone for the athlete. So I thought that was really cool. Um, I love that they shared that too, of course. I think that's really awesome. Um, and it was never the Belgian royal household that shared it. It was always like the Belgian Olympic Committee that um, shared out that information. But I thought that was really awesome. Um, and then we have the UK, which is Team Great Britain. Um, with 65 medals in total, I think they were like fifth or sixth total, like of all the countries. Um, they had 22 gold, 21 silver, and 22 bronze. Uh, next was Denmark with 11, three gold, three gold, four silver, and four bronze. Um, I'm not sure what their handball team got. They either got gold or silver. Um, they were certainly in the final, which is really cool. Um, they have a amazing handball team. Um, and then the Netherlands is the next highest of our seven at 36. Uh, 10 gold, two, uh, 12 silver, and 14 bronze. Norway had eight, four gold, two silver, and two bronze. Spain had 17, uh, three gold, eight silver, and six bronze. They did have the very first Olympic gold medal in rock climbing ever, so I thought that was really cool. Um, and then we have Sweden, finally, with nine uh, three gold, six silver, and three bronze. Um, props to the Swedish women's soccer team. They ended up getting the silver medal. And you guys, they are super impressive. 
Um, I just, they had a really great Olympics. You know, they beat, they were the first team in like two years to beat the U.S. women's soccer team, um, which obviously I'm an American. So like as an American, that makes me kind of sad, but like also just incredible work to Sweden. Um, so that was a really awesome thing. I was really rooting for them in that gold medal match, um, but Canada won um, and then the U.S. got third place. So I, I just really like enjoyed paying attention to medal counts this year. Um, and here's the thing, we have another Olympics in six months. The Winter Olympics for 2022 are in Beijing in like six months. So there's that. Um, maybe we'll have some royal attendance at the Beijing. What do you think? Anyone think we will? I kind of doubt it. Uh, with this new resurgence of everything, I just don't think we're going to have spectators quite yet in six months, especially in a winter going to China. Um, and that's not like, China is just very populated anyway. I, so there might be some Chinese people, uh, uh, citizens allowed to participate as um, attendees and maybe some royals, but I just kind of doubt it. Um, but we'll see what six months from now brings. Uh, we'll certainly talk about it here, just like we have the Summer Olympics, even though barely any royals were there, and certainly none that I talk about every day. Still makes me sad. Um, so that was what was going on there. We did have a slew today of congratulations from every single royal household, just congratulation, congratulating their nation's athletes. Um, in total, again, you know, throughout the past week, we've been seeing um, tweets and social media posts um, basically every day from most of the royal households, um, just really congratulating everyone on their medals. But then today was just a congratulations to all um, Olympic athletes from that nation. Um, and that came from every single royal household sent those out today. Um, so that's really awesome. And then, um, so that brought us to the end of the Olympics, um, which is just, you know, I, because I didn't watch it, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. The Olympics are over, but I'm also kind of sad, um, just because it was like something that was happening in the world, um, that I loved. So <laughs> that was the first little bit. Um, and now we're just going to go through like our normal rundown of like, here's what happened. However, here's the thing, because it's August, not much is happening. Um, and there's just not a lot going on and that's okay. Just something we're it's August. There's not a lot happening anyway, um, which is why we're doing weekly episodes. It does look like some things are going to happen next week, but very small, um, some big events in general, but like long, um, they aren't like no one's returning to work full time next week, I guess is what I mean to say. Um, so in the UK, we had one big exciting thing. Um, on Saturday, so yesterday, um, there was a new picture shared of Princess Charlotte 
holding a butterfly in support of the big butterfly count initiative going on in the UK, which is basically this really cool thing where people can report the amount of butterflies they're seeing, um, and it helps researchers um, better understand like the health of the environment. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and then that that's it and that that was one that I was like I don't really know if I'm going to talk about it the the picture is posted on my on my website and on the dailyworld.com and on Instagram um and of course I'm going to share it um however it's a it's a photo release it wasn't even an event but I do love that they um shared that uh, Princess Charlotte just from like the glimpses we've seen of her and I don't ever want to assign a personality to especially super young children who we haven't seen a ton of um, but it seems like she's very into nature and animals and like, she was so delicate. She was holding this butterfly and she was like so delicate looking with it. And I just love it. Um, I do love that, uh, Will and Kate give nice little glimpses of their family, um, just every now and then. I think it's really, really awesome. Um, so that is really all we had go on in the UK. We haven't seen the Belgian royal family all week, um, other than in tweets and the reports of phone calls, like I said, but nothing like, no photos, no events or anything like that. Um, Denmark, this one kind of came out of left field for me. I just didn't expect this to be a thing. Um, however, on Friday, Queen Margrethe uh, visited Vejhan, which is a municipality in Denmark, obviously, um, where there were continuing celebrations of the 100th anniversary of the Southern Jutland, um, which we're now at the 101st anniversary that was supposed to happen in 2020. Um, and she did a bigger event, I think, like in late May or early June. I honestly don't remember exactly when it was. Um, the maybe mid-June even? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look through my records, and I'm not going to do that while I'm recording. Um, so this was a just continued celebration in the Southern Jutland, um, where she visited, like, with just populations of the, the two cities within the municipality, um, and just had, like, a celebratory time. Um, this... I think she is going on like a private vacation. Queen Margrethe is going um, private somewhere doing something um, because Crown Prince Frederick is serving as regent this week. However, there still like aren't a ton of events scheduled. I think I mentioned this last week in recording. The Scandinavian royals are going to return to work. Probably not this week, but the following week. Um, I know next... Saturday, um, is Prince, uh, Julian, Julian's baptism, uh, christening thing. Um, I think it's a baptism. Sorry, I totally forgot the word that Spain uses, or Sweden uses. Jeez. Um, so, like, and then the Swedish royal family will be back, um, and most of Scandinavia is coming back like this weekend, um, the fall, when you're listening to it, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we'll start seeing some things. Um, and then they'll be pretty well back by that third week in August, but then especially the fourth week, um, there's a lot for Sweden that fourth week. Um, 
but a lot of the other countries aren't really going to come back until the beginning of September. Um, and then, so those, those two weeks will be interesting and different, but it'll be totally awesome. So with that, uh, we are now going to move on to Spain, which is the only country that has had their royals working consistently this week. Um, so last Sunday, we talked about um, the event that Queen Letizia attended with Dame Judi Dench. Um, and then King Felipe, on, starting on Monday, held a bunch of official things. So Monday, he met with the various authorities in the Balearic Islands, which is where Palma de Mallorca is and the site of the Spanish royal family's public vacation, um, where they have this weird vacation where people are just around and know that they're there um, that coincides typically with the Copa del Rey regatta um, that was, of course, taking place throughout the week as well. Um, and so King Felipe was seen every day taking part in the race, but then he did have some official engagements. Um, so Monday was meetings with authorities of the Balearic Islands. So the president of the autonomous community, um, the mayor of Palma, which is the city, um, of Palma is on, uh, Majorca Island, or maybe it's not Majorca, May I don't remember what the name of the actual island that they're on is. Um, I think it's Palma de Mallorca. It is. It's Mallorca. Um, but like of Palma, of Palma, it, the mayor. Um, and then as well as the like basically speaker of the house for the government of the Balearic Islands. Um and the Council of Majorca, so Majorca's island, um, like government system. So those were his meetings on Monday. And then Tuesday, this is an annual event where the president or the prime minister of Spain will come to Majorca and hold um, a, the meeting between king and prime minister in um, a much more casual setting on the island. Um, there's typically a lunch afterwards. So Pedro Sanchez, who is the prime minister of Spain, was in Mallorca on Tuesday for that meeting. Um, this is something that King Felipe and the prime minister of Spain, whoever it is, like currently it's Pedro Sanchez, but the prime minister before him and those following him, they do communicate regularly. It's just not reported on. Um, from either side, I did do like a deep dive to see if I could figure out how often they hold this kind of meeting. Um, but I don't think it's like a set in stone kind of thing. Like Queen Elizabeth always meets with Boris Johnson on Wednesdays. And that may be the day she has met with every prime minister since her first, which was Winston Churchill. Like maybe she has always met with the prime minister on Wednesday. Um, and King Philippe of Belgium always meets with the prime minister on Monday. But I don't think it's that regular set day and time in some of the other countries, but they do communicate. Um, and so that's what this was. It was just like a generic audience that they have with the prime minister. It's just done um, on the island. It's kind of the start to the prime minister's summer. It's like after he has the meeting with the king, he is on vacation. Um, there's always a lunch included. Sometimes 
um, Queen Letizia will attend, as well as whoever the Prime Minister, like his wife, will attend. Um, but this year, pandemic, that did not happen. Um, and that's I really think that only happens like with the first time. Um, like I think that happened with Pedro Sanchez's first uh, summer meeting. Um, I don't think it has happened since then. I, I think it's only happened once. But again, it's just a much more casual setting kind of thing. Um, so that was Tuesday. And then Wednesday, the entire Spanish royal family, so King Felipe, Queen Letizia, the Princess of Asturias, and Infanta Sofia, um, visited the Tromontania natural area. So there are mountains on the island of Majorca um, called the Sierra Tramontora. Um, that are beautiful and have are a UNESCO site and so this was the 10th anniversary of that um, being declared a UNESCO site and so they were there to celebrate that um, so they walked around a little bit they uh, um, took part in like a little concert performance for them at the uh, I am not sure if it is Yuk Sanctuary or Luke um, because I speak Spanish, I don't speak Catalan, which is the primary language on the Balearic Islands, so things are spelled um, in Catalan, so I don't know if their double L pronunciation is the same or not. Um, but that was that's also on the grounds, and so there was like a little um, concert performance done for the royal family, and then they took some amazing photos that would not surprise me if end up being this year's Christmas card. Just saying. Um, I'm hoping not, because we've seen them. I always like more, um, like, never-before-seen Christmas cards, but we'll see. Um, and then all was quiet on Thursday and Friday, except for, again, King Felipe's participation in the Copa del Rey regatta. Um, but then on Saturday, so the Saturday is the final, was the final day of the regatta. Um, however, to start the day, the Copa, uh, not the Copa, uh, the Real Club Nautico held a event in tribute to the Olympic sailor, um, Yon Cardona, Cardona. Um, who won the to the bronze medal in one of the sailing competitions in Tokyo um, and had already traveled back to Spain um, and they held a ceremony. He is from the Balearic Islands and uses um, the Real Club Nautico like as his home base um, for his sailing. So they did like a little tribute ceremony for him to celebrate his achievement um, and the entire Spanish royal family attended. So again, King Felipe, Queen Letizia, the Princess of Asturias, and Infanta Sofia were all there um, to take part in this. And then, um, like I said, it was at the start of the day. So then they went down to the um, AFOS 500, which is King Felipe's yacht. Uh, it's not a yacht. Uh, sailboat. If I, sail, if I say sailboat, it feels too small. But it's not, like, a giant boat either. Um, so it is, it's a sailboat, but bigger, I think. Um, 
So they saw him off before he went on that uh, final day of competition. Um, and then we hit the evening time, which is when the trophies for the Copa del Rey are given out. So while King Felipe is a participant in the Copa del Rey, he is also El Rey. He is the king, which is what El Rey translates to. Um, so he delivers these awards, whether his team won or not. Um, this year they did not. Um, this year he and the um, team that he sails with, which is part of the Spanish Navy, received fourth place, which is really impressive. Um, I was very sad. They were doing really well for a while. They were like second for most of it. Um, they never were at first, they never were top, but they were at second for like every day but the last day, and then they dropped down. Um, but he delivered the prizes to each class of um, boats and teams during the race. Um, and then after that was done, he and the family went out for dinner. But that was like, it's a public event. But like I said last week, for public events, I'll mention them because like, obviously they don't mind. They the photographers knew where they were, um, and it wasn't, like, one paparazzi. It's, like, the the team of people who photograph royal events all were there. Um, so I think it's more of an invitation kind of thing. Like, hey, you can see us. Uh, we're here. But maybe I'm wrong. Um, and... They went out to dinner, and then that was it. And we, I think, the general consensus is that was the end of the public part of their vacation, um, and have hopefully now or will soon be starting a private vacation, um, wherever that may be, it's a private vacation. So I don't expect much from them. They may end up doing like a welcome home ceremony for the Olympic athletes. That's something that's happening in the Netherlands um, this coming week. They're doing like a little welcome home ceremony for the medalists. Um, but I don't know if that's the case in Spain. Um, it's not on the schedule, so it certainly won't be this week. Um, but then they also are preparing, of course, for the Princess of Asturias to go um, away to Wales at the end of this month at some point. Um, end of this month, early next month. So that is it for the public part of their vacation. Um, and there's nothing scheduled for them last I checked this week. Um, I haven't checked today, but I don't assume it changed. Um, and if there is, we'll talk about it next week. So with that, um, that is the end of this episode. We will do the exact same thing next week. We'll talk about any events that may come up in the next week. Um, and hopefully I'll have settled into a little bit of a new routine by then and all will be well. Um, I am still posting regularly um, if there are events on the website, thedailyroyal.com, and Instagram, The Daily Royal, and um, I am running some really cool, exciting polls that will be up um, sometime today when you're listening. I don't know quite what time on Monday I'm putting it up, but uh, it'll happen at some point. It's ready to go, so I just have to post it onto stories sometime tomorrow. Um, 
And so that's always really fun. And I'll run those through the rest of the month. And then I've also run like a favorite event of the week poll. Um, and then of course we'll still have some throwback episodes this week and throughout the month. Um, so lots still coming, but lots left to do. Um, and yeah, I am really excited to talk to you all next week. Hopefully this week I can, I will take a nice little vacation now, maybe I'm a workaholic and I have missed, uh, recording a lot. So we'll see. (laughs) Um, but I got to take a break, right? Like that's the goal. Like take, take some time. Also, there's no way I could put out a daily podcast right now whatsoever. No way. Um, and so with that, I will talk to you all in a week. Have a fantastic second week of August. Bye.